Hello, I'm Regina Botras and this is Backstage, where we talk with the who's who on stage, in dance, comedy and performing arts, speaking with the leading theatre makers of our times and how they came to the stage and what drives them and inspires them. I'm speaking this evening to one of the busiest women in Sydney at the moment. My guest is Kerry Glasscock, uh, the artistic director of the Sydney Fringe Festival, about to hit, well, I don't know how many stages. I'm sure she might be able to tell me. I know it's a lot, and I don't know how she does it. Welcome, Kerry Glasscock. Oh, it's so lovely to be here, and it's that time of the year again. Fringe! Yay! It's it's so great. I actually was, as I was thinking back to the times we've had interviews and I remember the, the dark years. So it's so nice to be out on the other side. What is the feeling at the moment of this festival? Yeah, I would say there's an excitement in the air that I haven't felt since pre-COVID. So even though we came back last year and it was huge, our festival last year was the biggest one we've ever had. But there was still a real sense of um, uncertainty. You know, we were one of the first big festivals out the gate last year. I mean, it's hard to imagine that now, isn't it? I know. But I was running into people in foyers last year where they were saying, oh, this is the first time I've been out every week in like two years, or this is the first time I've been to more than one show a week in two years. So it was a real still, it was still a sense of trepidation and uncertainty and um, we certainly had great audiences but it was it wasn't um, that palpable excitement that we're feeling this year we launched the program a couple of weeks ago and at program launch it was literally like it was packed there were hundreds of people there and everyone was just joyful so I'm hoping that spirit carries all the way through to the festival till the end of um, September. (laughs) So how do we contain this festival or not contain it because we don't want to contain it but how do we talk about it? I love how it's like laid out you can choose the genre or you can choose the venue or the location but how should we talk about it? Where where do we start? This year we've got an app which is very cool. We've been wanting one for years and um, I encourage everyone to download that because that's like, it's a really cool way. There's like a wish list and, you know, you can just start to just save things and you can have all your tickets in one place and you can search in cool ways Um, because you're right, it's an unwieldy program. There's over 400 productions. So it's like how 2,000 performances or something, you know, all around the city, um, over 70 stages. So you, it is a lot to um, to handle. That's really our job, you know. Um, you call me the artistic director, but really I'm not because we're not a curated festival. So um, I'm the festival director and really my job is just to... Um, try and make the experience manageable for people and to to sort it out. So we do that through a a few different ways. You know, we have our festival hubs, which is a great way to explore the program. So we can go through those and talk about those and some highlights. And that's a great place where we might take over a town hall and build multiple venues so you can see you know, multiple shows at one night. So it's a good kind of one-stop fringe experience. Or we'll have programming streams like our Limitless program, which supports artists with disability, um, or Made in Sydney, which I know you're speaking to um, some of those producers um, in the coming weeks, which are our great local Made Tour Ready work. So we just have different ways. And then, of course, we've got our big key events and public programs that we do produce and curate ourselves. And those are our big free events or our big um, things we build, like our festival garden, 
yeah. our fringe kids program so yeah. i don't know let's just dive in <laughs> absolutely so take me through the hubs how have you kind of where are they centered around yep so there's hubs all across the city and there's um Lots. There's some good old ones that we've had for a decade, like the Emerging Artist Sharehouse in Erskineville is a great place to start. This is where you'll see, um, you know, the next best thing, the next big thing, or something crazy or something delightful or something weird. This is the place for that. So these are low-fi spaces within Erskineville Town Hall. They seat between 20 to 30 people, and there is like 12 shows a night on it, the Emerging Artist Sharehouse. It's, it's crazy. So this is like that real festival hub vibe that you might get in Edinburgh or somewhere. Um, and if you're a student, you can see three shows for $33 at the Emerging Artist Sharehouse. I'm like challenging anyone to find anything cheaper in Sydney at the moment. So that's fun. Um, so this is where anyone who identifies as a first-time artist or in their early career, we pop them in here because it's affordable and we underwrite the costs, so we help them, but also they can network and meet community and we can give them a bit more support. So I've got a few fun shows that I'm excited about in the Emerging Artist Sharehouse. Should we talk about those? Oh, please, please do. Okay, let's have a look. Um, I'm very excited about a show called Whale. This is coming from WA, actually, and it was it's it it, it premiered at um, Perth Fringe earlier in the year, and then it went to Adelaide, and it's been really getting a buzz around it. It's an incredible, um, raw and poignant show, uh, following the true story of Courtney, who performs and creates a show, and she um, describes herself as a fat and funny lesbian. But the show explores diet culture. Um, how you feel about your body, uh, you know, the entanglement of fatness and sexuality. It's, it's really moving and funny um, and I think that's going to be one of those slow burn sneaky shows that everyone will regret if they don't go and see it because I reckon it's got award buzz about it for sure. I'm going. (laughs) Uh, I'm very excited. This is one of my, I always have a list of things that are like, this is random. I have no idea about this show, but it sounds (laughs) awesome. So take a chance and see it. There's lots of those at Erskineville Town Hall. Berliners is this wonderful show that's about two flatmates and they're building a giant cardboard Berlin wall between oh. <laughs> on the stage. And so they're like east and west in their house that they live together in. So very excited about that. Uh, what else is on at the Emerging Artist Sharehouse? I mean, there's so many. Uh, oh, there's a, <laughs> there's a fantastic show called... Um, oh, is it Comedy and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance? Or something like that. Hang on, let me look it up. Greaser, Comedy and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance, where it's a blend of stand-up, ASMR and theatre, and so he's literally, like, changing the oil on his motorcycle (laughs) while he tells jokes. Wow, and the ASMR part of it. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea, but I'm, like, I'm totally going to go and see it because it's just, who knows? Um, There's... uh, a show in at the Emerging Artist Sharehouse called Darlo Chips and Imli Chutney. And this was one of the works that actually applied for our Made in Sydney program um, but didn't quite make mm. it. But it's a really interesting um, show around cultural identity, family. Um, that I think that's definitely one to watch. Yeah. Oh, gosh, there's so many. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's just a great place. Go and hang out. Take a chance. 
like totally, this is the place to just go and choose something you just have no idea about. You've never heard of them. Go and support them. There's um, a show about one guy going on the Camino Trail and he's doing slides and talking about his journey. You know, everything, everything and anything. Oh, um, 110% average. I don't know if you saw that last year, Regina, but it was... um, a needle of a one-hour Spirit of Fringe Award last year because she's just the most delightful person ever. And this is her show. She's in. She's she's a middle-aged lady, mm-hmm. um, but looks frightfully young and fabulous as we all do. Um, and she's just started performing again. And wow. so she was really keen to go in the Emerging Artist Sharehouse last year. And she created this gem of a show called 110 Percent Average, which just everyone loved. And she's bringing it back. And it's about um, doing anything to do with art that you love, but you might not be good, but you give it 110% and it brings you joy. And so she has this fantastic one-woman show where she roller skates, she does oh. gymnastics, wow. she does Shakespeare sonnets, like she does everything you could possibly imagine, musical theatre, tap dancing, <laughs> and she just does it with the most joyful spirit. Um, and it's not about being great, it's just mm. about loving art, which is just such the essence of Fringe. Yeah, and letting go of those sort of inhibitions that stop you doing anything because it's not great. Yeah, and being brave and just doing it because you enjoy it. And she's created this wonderful show, so I highly recommend that as well. Yeah. <laughs> and down the road, obviously, you mentioned the Pack Theatre. Now, that hasn't, I haven't seen anything there for a long time. Yeah, we've got a big hub there this year. So we're our touring hub, which is where all of our shows that we bring in from other festivals that we've given awards to during their festival runs are coming into the to Packed Theatre and the Made in Sydney um, suite of shows. So let's talk about those. Made in Sydney is a really important program for us. We have funding and we select three amazing works that have been on. They have to have had a season in Sydney before. This is our kind of like the best indie work of Sydney. Great. We give them money to get their shows to already. Sorry, that's so great because often shows don't get another chance, right? Yeah, this is our outbound touring project and I want to grow it in years to come, but obviously we need funding. Um, But at the moment what happens is we support the work. Um, So they redevelop to become tour ready. They do a season with us. Then we fund a season at Adelaide Fringe next year so they can take part in the arts market there. And then the ultimate goal is for them to then go to Edinburgh in August and then come back to us, but I've got to fund that leg yet. Um, But the idea is we've got this amazing work that's made in Sydney and it never has a life beyond the indie stages here. So this year we have three amazing shows in Made in Sydney. We've got um, Blacklisted, which is a wonderful cabaret show that was on at the Hayes for a development season and it's this beautiful story um, about migration and borders and belonging and family Um, and it's it's gorgeous Uh, and it is performed by Almitra Mavalalva and um, she's got an incredible South East Asian band with her and it's just lovely Then there's Plenty of Fish in the Sea by Clockfire Theatre Company, who are just so great. They make the most absurd, wonderful physical theatre, and this is their work around um, modern and online dating, (laughs) and it's called Plenty of Fish (laughs) in the Sea. So that will be great. And then, of course, the wonderful Kate Gall is directing um, Thomas Campbell in Betty is a Butcher, 
which I'm very excited about. Thomas is an incredible performer who we haven't seen for a while, actually, on the Sydney stages. Um, and this is a kind of... Um, I love it. It's, it's described as um, a voyage across the existential high seas of destiny and desire. <laughs> yeah. So um, those are on in the first week as a triple bill. Mm. So you can see all three in one night. Yeah hang out down at Pact. And then the next two weeks in September after Made in Sydney's finished is our touring hub. Mm. So that's where all of our really cool international works um, are taking place. We've got heaps of excellent things. So we've got an absurdist show from Poland called The Mother. It's performed in Polish with English subtitles as a one-woman show. Um, uh, it, it's going to be very cool. It's adapted from an advocate of the theatre of pure form and it's, um, I'm very excited about this. I have no, <laughs> I've seen a video, I haven't seen it live. It's out there and absurd, but it's beautiful and um, it'll be a wonderful experience. So that's on in the first week. And so is a show that I have been in love with since 2019 and I haven't been able to get it to Sydney because of COVID, is John Bennett's Playing With Men. And this is, um, I don't know if you know John Bennett, but he's um, an incredible comedic storyteller. And he's based in the US now, but he's originally from South Australia. And he just has the most wonderful way of telling incredibly humorous real life stories, but they're always got a kind of punch in the guts turn. And he does them accompanied by a slideshow. I love me a bit of slideshow theatre. It's my favourite. Um, it's an ongoing joke in the office. Anything that's a slideshow theatre, I'm like, book it, put it in. Um, but this is John's um, story about growing up in rural South Australia and the toxic masculinity, masculinity culture around AFL football. And he made this work in 2019, right when Me Too was exploding. And it's this incredible journey where you're just laughing so hard at all these stories and then you realise how terrible they all are. <laughs> and so he takes you on this journey where by the end of it you're just like, oh, my God, I've just participated in this. Yeah, it's right. very cool. And it was, for me, it was one of the most important shows of 2019 um, and I'm so glad it's finally back again. John's also performing a couple of his other shows at our sideshow program in the Rocks, but that's not to be missed. What else have we got in the Touring Hub? Love, 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 which is an amazing dance piece from New Zealand, won our award at um, New Zealand Fringe. We've got a show, oh, we've got a show, another slideshow show called Me, My Colt and I from WA. Won heaps of awards at Perth Fringe this year and it's a real-life story of um, Colin's life growing up in a cult. So his parents were actually married in one of those mass weddings in the 80s. Yeah. And so this is his story. Won heaps of awards all around. It's gaining lots of buzz. I think that will be great. And then we've got another amazing work called Origins of Life, or OOL, O-O-L. Um, and it's by one half of a UK team called Second Body. And they are a really beautiful theatre company who do kind of uh, a mix of theatre, spoken word, live music, and then they, they have had an amazing show at New Zealand this year that um, we're looking to bring next year where they kind of had all this te light technology on stage with them and, and they, like, change the lights by what they're saying and, like, it's very cool. Anyway, this is Max's new work around the origins of life and it's a one-person show and so it's a, having its world premiere with us at the Turing Hub. 
So look at that. That's fun in Erskineville, just those two venues. Yeah, just, a, just a taste. Oh, my goodness. I know. So much already. And and so, how uh, like, talk about the different genres because you talked a lot about kind of stage and a little bit of comedy. But, yeah, how, how you know, and circus, like. Oh, my gosh, so much circus this year, which is really exciting because Sydney, like, doesn't have circus venues. Which So no. we've been really limited in our ability to bring kind of circus works, ca- those big cabaret touring works. But we're building yeah. three tents this year. <gasps> So last year we had the Spiegel tent down at the Rocks. Mm. This year we're building a whole festival garden at the Entertainment Quarter in Moore Park. So we've got a 600-seat Spiegel and a 300-seat Circus Dome there, plus Titanic the movie The Play is back and that's going to be there as well. So we've got um, a one... So uh, not Circus, but in the Spiegel there is The Marvelous Elephant Man, the musical, which has been getting five-star reviews everywhere. This is their Sydney premiere. So that's the headline show in the Spiegel tent, and that will be amazing. Gods is by Headfirst Acrobatics, and that is headlining the Circus Dome called The Vault. And that's a they, – they call it a bodice it's a Greek bodice. So it's these four <laughs> gorgeous guys and they're, they're you know, death-defying feats and it's all around Greek mythology. So that's one, that'll be great. And also on in the vault is Gary Starr's new show, Grease Lightning, Grease with a C. And I don't know if you caught Gary Starr last year in his show, Gary Starr Performs Everything, that was on <laughs> at the Seymour Centre. But Gary is like the most wonderful clown, comedian, physical mm. theatre performer. And this is his new work that's just coming uh, to us from Edinburgh. It's had reviews everywhere. And it's he attempts to perform all of Greek mythology solo in under an hour. <laughs> Love it. So that's a great double bill. Go see both of those things at the vault. But also there's oh, there's so much on there, um, lots of circus, lots of kids' circus too. We're building another tent down at Darling Quarter during the school holidays. So we've got a huge fringe kids' program in Monkey Bars Theatre at ARA and also in our tent that we're calling Hello Darling. So there's... Um, there's Circus the Show, which is an award-winning circus show for kids. Um, there's a pocket-sized circus, which is from WA, is a one-person circus show. Um, oh, there's Piccolo Pony, a real pony that performs. He's a therapy pony. I know. Um, there's all sorts of things. And we're doing a massive big free kids' day down at Darling Quarter to launch the circus tent there. Um, and so we've got Box. So it's a big day um, facilitated by the people who used to run, who run Box Wars and it's circus themed, speaking of circus. And so kids, it's free, come down, make circus outfits out of cardboard and have imaginary battles and fun games in under the big top. So that'll be great. Oh, what else? There's lots of adult circus in Hello Darling at night time as well down at Darling Quarter. Lots of drag, lots of mad, adults magic, all sorts of things. I don't know. What else have we got? What other genres? Cabaret. We've got the Cabaret Club happening at Castlereagh Hotel. That was our find last year, that amazing venue. So we've expanded. We've taken over two floors. And um, we have so much cabaret in there. That's running all month. So there's like five shows a night all month there. And that's another one of those ones where it's just like, it doesn't matter what's on. Just rock up. Just see a couple of shows. Have a drink. Have a great night out with friends. (laughs) Um, but there is some excellent work there as well. One of my favourite things that's on there is a show called Lofioki, 
which I've never seen, but I love it already. And it's two wonderful comedians from Melbourne and they're running a participatory karaoke night, but it's only meatloaf songs. <laughs> so it's just <laughs> meatloaf songs and meatloaf puns all night. And audience can get up and sing. Yeah. It's my pick of the festival, Lofioki. <laughs> I'm so there, it's not funny. So that's happening at the Cabaret Club as well as loads and loads of wonderful cabaret. Have you have you added many venues this time round? I mean, we've got the Pat and you just mentioned extra floors and the big tents. Like if you look at the locations, you kind of, you know, you've got George's River. Like what's, they're all Gosford and surrounds, like... It's wow. funny. It's like it's the same amount of venue. I feel like the festival is just feels like it's amped up. Like it's it's just brighter and denser as opposed to bigger this year. And I think the tents help with that. Like activating big scale things in the city is really where we need to be heading into the future, um, as well as all the wonderful little nooks and crannies that we love. But yeah, it feels there's just something bigger and brighter about it this year. The Hurstville, we've actually been in Hurstville for a few years now. We run a big free event called Fringeville there, which is always fun. But this year we're doing a really special show called Feast. And so Jennifer Wong, who people will know from ABC, comedian and food lover, is bringing together a huge lineup of um, Asian comedians and storytellers. And you can book a table or a spot on a table. And there's like a three-course Filipino feast um, like family sharing feast, so you can enjoy um, a feast and enjoy stories of, you know, of, of fun. Stories of fun. Mm. That's mm-hmm. cool. That's on on the 14th of September. And that's really, yeah, kind of like interactive, a bit like the, the karaoke of meatloaf. <laughs> but also like, I I'm, you know, looking at the genres, you know, this film and immersive things as well which let's talk about some of the immersive stuff because there's heaps this year so um our our program that we call sideshow that happens down at the rocks we've done that the last couple or couple times last year where we take over all the old shops and thing empty space there's like there's a whole terrace house that is just immersive experiences this year there yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's incredible. Um, uh, there's a show called Journey to Hypnos, which is, is an award-winning immersive audio experience that won Best Immersive Experience at Adelaide this year, and it's from America. That'll be there, plus loads of... Fi- oh, you know what we haven't spoken about that's on its sideshow is the return of 300 paintings. Did you oh, see that last year? No. This was my pick of the festival last year. It won my Festival Director's Award. It's since gone on an, to a national tour, and it's coming back... Um, here and it's on the whole festival so you've got lots of chance to see it it's Sam Kisajukian who is an incredible well he's known for being a comedian but Mm. during um, lockdown he started painting and he um, so his whole comedy career had died he'd you know he'd lost all his tours he was he was on the edge thinking he'd just give up being an artist completely he was always into painting he started painting and then he went through what he later discovered during that last delta lockdown in sydney was a 12 week manic bipolar episode that he didn't know he was going through and so he's he's since been diagnosed and 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 he's created this show called 300 paintings where he talks you through his artwork but his whole um, period through that episode as well and it's the most his a his artwork is amazing and it has an exhibition that it 
accompanies the show and he's so funny but the show is just the most wonderful hilarious incredibly on point of the moment show around mental health and being an artist and it's just so good i can't recommend that show enough so that's on its side show as well Sorry, we got sidetracked. We were talking about fun things to do. (laughs) Look, sidetracked at the sideshow is what we're meant to do, right? (laughs) At a festival. Like, oh, what's over here? Oh, wow, amazing. (laughs) That's how people should just, they should just spend the whole month doing that, you know? You should just go to something and then get distracted and go to something else and then find something else. That's really the ultimate fringe experience. Um, I mentioned... Uh, in passing when we were talking about the festival garden that Titanic the movie The Play is back. That's a great interactive fun for the whole family experience where you get to live out your Jack and Rose dreams in like lo-fi cardboard cutouts. It's great. Um, That's a good one. Um, you mentioned uh, the, um, what's it called, Limitless? Oh, yeah, Limitless. Um, Limitless is our micro festival um, that's specifically to celebrate the work um, of deaf and disabled artists. Um, But you'll actually find some of the best work of the festival here. (laughs) Like last year, the Limitless program, I think four or five of the shows were nominated and took out awards. Sam was one of them. Sam started as a short spot in Limitless and has now gone on to tour the country and he's going to Edinburgh next year. Um, So this is an incredible program. So there is... Um, there's everything. There's comedy, there's theatre, there's music, there's cabaret, there's a visual arts exhibition, there's film by a wonderful artist, Emily Dash, um, and it all made by artists with disability. Some of it's um, thematically around, you know, dis- disability themes, but others are just amazing works um, that happen to be made by artists with disability. So it's great. So there's, um, what have we got there? There's Crips and Creeps, which Madeline Stewart um, curates. is a regular comedy night um, around town featuring um, diverse artists. Um, So that's doing a very special fringe edition. Emily Dash, I mentioned, has got an evening of films. Um, there's a fun, there's a fun show that's got to have one of the um, best names of the festival, which is Jazz or a Bucket of Blood, um, <laughs> which is like a comedy show um, starring it's this frenemies Ange and Jane as they pit the entire genre of jazz against a bucket of blood. <laughs> you know, Great. oh, JD Zamora is a wonderful artist, and this is their work. It's called Fomosexual, and it's a comedy hour. Um, but it's, it's JD reflecting on being the ultimate diversity hire. Um, so that's fabulous. And there's, he's got this wonderful picture of him exploding out of a sea of foam, which just looks very wow. cool. So there's lots of things on there. That runs um, for two weeks uh, yeah. and it's at 107 in Redfern. So the space is fully accessible. And we also we make sure that every session that's on there at 107 has full access provisions. So... There's sensory chill-out spaces, there's, um, you know, there's Auslan, there's captioning, anything you need is there, yeah. It's an excellent space too, space. Look, Carrie, that is so much. I have got a long list now, um, and that's only, I'm sure, touching the uh, tip of the iceberg of 2,000 shows. Incredible. Um, How do you do it? How do you, like, sleep at night? Do you sleep at night? (laughs) I know, four, over 400 shows. Um, no, usually oh. usually this time of the year, one doesn't sleep very much at night because you wake up midnight in a panic of going, did we remember to do that thing? Um, but it's great. Look, I mean, we can't, 
we can't take all the credit really here at the fringe office. We just kind of nurture and support and keep the ship on course. All the hard work is done by the artist, really, and that's what's so wonderful about Fringe. It's such a gift from local artists to the city, which is why we want everyone to go out and see the work. We had a big impact report um, done last year where we were trying to we're trying to capture a way to communicate the kind of social and cultural value of Fringe, you know, to the city. This ma- this amazing gift that our artists give each year, and if you have to put a uh, money attached to it, which one does when one <laughs> has to argue these points. But artists themselves invested $17 million last year in money and time to create all the shows that went into Fringe last year. And you think about yeah. that. It's just such an incredible gift that people people give our city each year. And not yeah. only is it just like, is that enough of a reason to go and just support and get out there, but they also make amazing shows that are now touring the world and, you know, have something mm. to say and authentically from Sydney. So yeah. it's just such a gift for us to be able to kind of be here and support those artists. But, yeah, they do the heavy lifting, that's for sure. <laughs> you just steer them all. Oh, Kerry Glasscock, thank you so much for joining me. It just sounds very exciting. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be a great year. Well, that was Kerry Glascock, the festival director. Over 400 shows. And because they do it a couple of times, that's 2,000 performances or something like. So uh, just to clarify on that, over 70 stages. Look, what a festival. You'd be mad to miss it. That's a Sydney Friend Festival. 